Welcome to The Approach. I'm Connor Owen, and I serve on staff at World Gospel Mission. This is one of our prayer habit episodes where we create some intentional space to pray over the previous episode. So last time on Identity Part 1, we talked about where Gen Z is finding their identity and the fact that sometimes the thing that we think is true of us, the thing that we allow to form our identity is actually not true of us at all. It's a lie that we've been told and we've believed. Today, we're going to pray about our role in guiding Gen Z so that they can find their identity, their truest form of self, in Christ alone. Proverbs 4.23 tells us, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. In other words, my heart becomes like the things my heart focuses on. Well, this makes me ask a question. What are the things that I make room for in my life? What are the things that are forming me? One area where we become formed is our time spent with God. More specifically, it's in our wrestling with God, where we become formed, where we find our identity, much like Jacob from the Bible. Many of us have heard the story of Jacob wrestling with God, but what happened before this event might show us why this was a formative experience for Jacob. In Genesis 32, Jacob's brother Esau was pursuing him and Jacob was afraid. So he began sending cattle and servants and his family ahead of him as gifts to Esau, hoping that when they encountered Esau, Jacob would be in Esau's graces. Well, after Jacob had sent everybody ahead of him, we learn in Genesis 32 verse 24 that Jacob was left alone. Well, during this time, Jacob wrestles with God and God in verse 25 throws Jacob's hip out of joint. And it's in this place and during this wrestling with God where one author says that God gave Jacob a new name, a new identity, a new future. Some compare this wrestling encounter to spiritual disciplines and the way that spiritual disciplines are actually moments where the believer can wrestle with God, can allow God to touch them, to change them, to give them an identity from him, not from the world. And this is what we're aiming for. We desire for Gen Z to put on an identity that is found in Christ, not in what they see on the news, not in social media, not in their accomplishments. No, none of that. But our prayer is that their identity, who they truly are, is found in Christ. Well, let's begin with a prayer that reminds us of where we put our hope. We put our hope in God. And one of the spiritual disciplines that he uses to renew our spirit is the reading of his word. And in Psalm 33, we get a reminder of how firm a foundation the Bible is. And as we pray this Psalm, I'll say a line, and then I'll give you some space to repeat that line either out loud or just in your head. Psalm 33, verse four. God's word is solid to the core. Everything he makes is sound inside and out. A question we can ask ourselves is, what is filling and forming us? Sometimes I'll get sucked into the narrative of the world and I'll lose sight of where my real identity is because I'm allowing something or somebody else to form me. For just a moment, let's pause to pray over what is filling and forming us. 
Maybe the thing filling you is actually forming you more into the image of God. And if that's the case, ask God to continue giving you more of that. But maybe what's filling you is giving you an identity that is not like that of Jesus. Maybe it's rooted in fear of the unknown, or maybe what other people think or say about you. And if that's the case, maybe you need to lay down the thing that's filling and forming you into something that is not like our Lord and Savior. Take some time to talk to God about that. Sometimes that's silence. Sometimes it's groanings that the Spirit interprets. And sometimes it's audible words. Whatever it is, take some time with God. We've tried to review where we're getting our identity from. Now let's think about your Gen Zer. What's forming them? Maybe they have a strong community and maybe they're in the word and they're in prayer daily, or maybe their identity is being formed from something other than Christ. Again, let's take some space to talk with God, however you feel comfortable, to sense what it is that's filling them so that you can either look for ways to build more of it or offer an alternative. I recognize that you might not walk away from this episode and the less than 10 minutes that we've spent together with all the answers about your Gen Zer and where they're finding their identity. And that's okay. But what I do want to challenge you with is this. Over the next week, as you're pouring your coffee in the morning or you're getting ready for bed at night, ask yourself a couple of questions. What is filling and forming my Gen Zer? Where are they finding their identity? And is that identity that of a child of God. In our last episode on Identity Part 1, we talked about the words we should be using to describe the Gen Zer in our lives. Words like chosen and adopted, holy and blameless, loved, redeemed, faithful, forgiven, alive in Christ. And we see these words in many parts of the Bible. And one of those passages is in Exodus 19. The Israelites are in the desert, and Moses goes up on the mountain to be alone with God. And during that time, the Lord instructed Moses to tell this to the people of Israel. And I think for us, it can be a strong reminder of what God calls us to be and what he desires us to be. Exodus 19, verses 4 through 6. You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt and how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now if you obey and keep my covenant, then out of all the nations, you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. 